0: Okay. It says I'm live. Let's see. I'm waiting for it to connect. Let me know when you guys see and hear me. Nothing is muted. Everything is right. Can anybody see me? Oh, there's somebody in here. birthday. Okay. Nothing is muted. I hate, this. I hate how it comes up on StreamYard. It automatically has volume instead of it coming up muted. But okay, good. You guys can see me. Hey, you guys. Hope you guys are doing well today. I see somebody else in the chat. They were saying that it was their birthday. Today's also my youngest son's 15th birthday. Can y'all believe it? I have a 15 year old child, honey. My baby is 15. My oldest is 19. And I don't look a day over 30. Ew. <laughs> God is good, okay? Happy birthday to my little man. Happy birthday to all the Libras. It's Libra season. So shout out to anybody celebrating a birthday today. So that's why I'm doing the stream right now. Because I'm going to take him out to dinner and his brother. We're going to go out to eat after this stream. So that's why I was like, let me do with my stream first. And then we'll go, you know what I'm saying? Go out to eat for your birthday. So I'm excited. Thank you so, thank you guys so much. You guys are wishing him happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope everybody's doing well. Oh, it's been a lot of crazy shit, okay, going on thus far. Um, in the Twin Cities, we just found out a few hours ago that Derek Chauvin... The police officer who sat his neck on George Floyd, I'm sorry, who sat his knee, excuse me, who sat his knee on George Floyd's neck, okay, for dang near 10 minutes, he was just released today on a million dollar bail, which is funny because most police officers don't make that much per year. So now my mind is wondering is where did he get the money to get this, you know, bail amount? So... Even though it's my son's birthday, I'm trying to be cautious because I am hearing rumblings of people getting ready to turn up again in the Twin Cities. And that's what we don't need. And it's a beautiful fall day, nice and warm. You know, it's the last few days of fall. We don't need another riot. So, you know, we're going to go try and eat dinner. Hopefully nothing pops off. But, yeah, you guys, it's just I don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. But. You know, what what can we do at this point? I'm not even shocked. Um, Stephanie O sent a super chat. She says, hey, T, love you. Happy birthday to your son. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I really appreciate that. And thanks for joining me today. Um, Alexis Capella says, thank you for keeping us knowledgeable in this world. You're always beautiful. Happy birthday to your baby. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat. And yes, you know, that's one thing I love about my platform, just like you guys learn from me, I learn from you guys just as much, you know. And so I always try and give you guys all types of information, not just celebrity tea and gossip. You know, most folks only really talk about who's fucking who and who's sucking what. Um, on this channel, you're going to get a wide variety of topics. And that's what I love about my channel. And you guys make my channel what it is. So thank you so much. Um, even earlier today, um, let me go ahead and pull up my Instagram. I thought it was up already. I don't see it. Um. We were talking, let me go ahead and shout out this person who remembered, um, I was speaking back in June about how I felt like China was going to be working on their own digital currency and that, you know, we need to be careful because if they come out with a digital currency, it's going to top the dollar and it's going to top, you know, Bitcoin. And shout out to Bradley Ja, he was one of the ones who remembered that. And so this is you know why I say that it's very important if you have an audience to keep a- people abreast of things, not just who's fucking and sucking, but real world information that can affect them. And, you know, most people on here are only here for a check. So they're not going to talk about real world stuff because it doesn't get clicks and views. But I think I'm in a position now where I don't care. Um, so let me go ahead and show you guys this really quick just so people are aware of what's going on. Give me just a second. okay so let me go ahead and shout out bradley ja he says y'all remember when t warned us china was going into the bitcoin market well they have officially they have officially launched their Dre coin today and so i was thanking him for you know keeping me up to date on that so if you guys do not know as of today on my baby's birthday and other people's birthdays um this was back in june when i was talking about it and now they've officially launched and you guys can read out, y'all can read more about that. I posted it in the Discord group. I also posted it on my um, Instagram page as well. So you guys can, you know, update yourself on that. But there's a lot of real world things going on right now. And I believe that people should be made aware of that um, because these are things that are affecting us. And um, this was a global reset. Like I've been saying this whole C-19 and we are moving towards a digital system, okay? We're moving towards a technocracy, so I'm not going to go too deep because y'all didn't come here for that right now, and y'all can go to the Discord if you want to go deeper. But just be aware of the things that are going on. That's why I'm I'm going to always call out the bullshit when I see celebrities trying to distract us from the things that should be discussed. Um, let's see here. Melanie says, "Are you going to have a truther page?" I do. My truther page, um, Melanie on Facebook, is my Discord. I'm no longer talking about super deep stuff in public because every time I post things on Instagram that go deep, I get threatened with being banned. They delete my post, so I'm done. So unless it's something simple like how we were talking about the Chinese um, launching their new Bitcoin system, they most likely won't flag that but anything deeper than that we post everything in the discord just like how we were going deep about the whole christy tegan thing and that bracelet so anything deep join the discord it's five dollars a month so um i want to go ahead let me see here got a few more super chats um ty rob since 20 he says hey t i'm on break but i'm trying to show you some love stay blessed thank you so much ty I really appreciate it thanks for coming through um, let's see here. The Genius 21. I love that. Says, "Hey T, I love seeing your beautiful face on the live stream. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and perspectives with us. Happy birthday to your son. Thank you so much sis and thanks for coming through. I appreciate it." Um, Devin Alexander Farrell says, "Love that you always keep it real. You're one of my major sources of information. That is awesome and thank you so much. Thanks for coming through and thanks for the super chat." Um, Amari sent nine ninety nine. 99 She says, I don't think celebrities ruin, plat- ruin platforms. Get your money, but stop scamming the government. Do that enough. My name is pronounced Amadi. Dongo. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through. So I want to go ahead and get on the topic here. Yeah, I think we got... Okay, we got 5,000 people here. Okay, perfect. I wanted to wait till we had a good amount of people before I started. So... Oh, it's a lot of stuff going on. But I have to hit on this whole colorism thing. Um, y'all still like the hair. I'm rocking the blonde. I like it. It is something different for me. Thank you. Um Oh, to the mods for the people who are asking for the link to join Discord or um YouTube. I'm going to post it right now in the chat if you guys could just repost it. Um also, don't pay for one month and then unsubscribe and then still be in the discord. Cause I can find out I booted all the scammers out of there. So if you pay for a membership, it's $5 every month. So don't pay five. And then think you. Can just sit in there. Cause once we find out you're banned and you cannot come back. I mean, unless you have a good explanation, I've let a few people back, but for the most part, everybody else was banned. So don't do it. Cause y'all now scamming these celebrities on OnlyFans. Y'all pay them 50 bucks every month to see their nipples. So don't scam me. And I'm only charging $5. Um, look, somebody put the boot out. Also, um, I know there was a woman here last time and people were kind of upset because you kept writing no cursing, no this and that. Um, Don't do that. I want people to be able to express themselves. Um, You know, as long as you're just not in there dropping F-bombs and B-bombs, you know, and that's, you know, over and over again. But I don't mind people, you know, saying a cuss word here or there. Just keep it respectful. The only thing that the mods need to do is keep out the trolls. Anybody come in to, you know, talk shit about me, get their ass out of here. That's it. That's all. Everybody else is free to speak. I don't want it to be where people feel like they can't even say certain things. So there was quite a few complaints from whoever that mod was who kept writing. Don't curse. Don't do this. Don't do that. Let people be able to express themselves as long as it's not disrespectful. Now, if you're in there and all you're doing is just cursing and you're not making no point, you will be banned. But for people just having genuine conversation and saying things like damn or shit, that's OK. So I want to make that clear. okay Um yeah, we we got to have good convo here. I don't want people feeling like this is school. Plus, hell, I, I drop a few cuss words. So that'd be hypocritical for me to be like, oh, the chat can't cuss. But I cuss every now and then. You feel me? So let's go ahead and get on to Claudia Jordan. OK, so this Claudia Jordan situation kind of bothered me. Um, I was on Instagram minding my own business. And then I seen that Fox Soul was having a colorism conversation which is funny because all Fox Soul does is watch what YouTubers do and have been doing for years, and now they're basically commodifying it for their little platform trying to get you know big on YouTube. So they've watched people like me and others who have t- had these conversations, and now they're trying to bring these same conversations mainstream that we've been talking about on here for over 10 plus years, okay? Now, I don't mind colorism conversations if one, there's a solution, and if two, if we're gonna have an open, honest conversation, Okay. I don't do gaslighting. I'm not here for the gaslighting. And I get so tired of dark-skinned women getting boosted. Anytime somebody has a you know says something about dark-skinned women and you automatically feel like they're defending you, but you don't even understand that person's backstory. Okay. So all these dark-skinned girls run around like, oh, you know, Claudia Jordan gets it. And kudos to Claudia for starting the conversation that many dark-skinned women like myself have been starting. You have to know who you're giving props to, okay? This is no different than when, you know, like one of these hip-hop guys will say something about, you know, dark-skinned women. Like when Nick Cannon, for example, we were talking about this earlier, when he tried to bring Black women into his shit with Eminem and he was trying to gaslight Black women to have his back and I saw through the BS. You're not going to use Black women in your beef with Eminem because from watching your career over the years, I can't really name one full Black woman that you've dated, so, missing with the nonsense. Okay. Um, he also stated in the interview with Rissa that, you know, white women are seen as a status symbol. So don't come, go ask white women to go fight your battle with Eminem. Leave us alone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Got to keep it real. And this is what I'm getting from Claudia Jordan. Let me say this. I did not like how the Fox Soul interview went. I'm going to play a, a snippet, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Okay. It was a lot of gaslighting, a lot of, oh, I'm dark-skinned at heart. Oh, I feel, you know, I understand where dark-skinned women are coming from. Just a lot of really, a lot of gaslighting. It's like, really, Claudia? Now, you might be able to fool these new girls, these young girls who just, you know, are now getting involved in social media. But I've been on this bitch for 10 plus years. And there was a point in time where your ass, literally, nobody, nobody at all. I'm Claudia Jordan. I'm biracial. I'm Claudia Jordan. My mom's white. I'm Claudia Jordan. I'm mixed and I've been through so much and black girls used to hate on me. And it's like nobody asks. Nobody. You don't even look mixed. Look, look, can we have Can we have a real conversation when you have to tell people that you're mixed? That means phenotypically you don't look like what people assume mixed people should look like. That's why she's always announcing to the world that she's mixed even before anybody has asked her. That was her whole storyline on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I mixed the tragic mulatto. And it's like, well, you you're just as dark as Cynthia. You know, again, I can I can say this because I've I been Pete Claudia's game. When she was on Fox Hole, and I'll play that. I'm mean, not Fox Soul, excuse me, the Fox Hole. Isn't it funny? Two Fox shows. She was on Foxhole with Jamie Foxx years ago, and they were clowning the fuck out of Tiny. T.I.'s wife. For y'all who don't know, tiny is mixed. In the South, there's a saying, and I'm not going to say in the South, I heard people say it up North too. It's called a waste of light skin. And I think that is just really foul to say. But what people mean when they say that somebody's a waste of light skin, they're not what you typically would think of when you think of a light skin or a mixed person, right? So, phenotypically, when you think of biracial people, you think automatically they're super light skinned. They have super loose wavy hair, possibly hazel eyes. And when you look at tiny, she just looks more black. you wouldn't you wouldn't really know that tiny had a white mother until you know her backstory until she tells you. Whereas, you know, with some, yeah, it's called a waste of light skin. Yeah, I think it sounds racist too. I'm We're just having open dialogue. I'm not trying to offend anybody if you're offended, move the fuck around, okay? But that is what it's called. So phenotypically, when you look at a tiny, she looks more like just like a regular light skinned black woman, just like with Claudia. And she's not even that light. She's more brown. So you wouldn't necessarily think that she was mixed with anything. So when she said that to tiny, I was like, wow, that was kind of harsh because I don't really look at you right off the back as being phenotypically mixed, you know, and the same also goes for, like, if we take examples from the Real Housewives of Potomac, I can't think of their names. I think Giselle and the other one, the one, and, okay, Giselle and Robin, that's their name. The two really light-skinned women on there with the blue eyes, okay? And a lot of people think that they're mixed, but then I've heard that they're not mixed. Because I remember that was, like, the blowout first season where they were saying they weren't mixed. They're just light-skinned. Both their parents are, you know, black. And then the girls who were mixed were like, no, you have to have some white in you somewhere because you're walking around with blue eyes. So that is what phenotypically Claudia Jordan, I feel, wish she looked like. And because she doesn't look like that and nobody really questions what she's mixed with because she just more or less just looks like a lighter skinned black woman, I think it bothers her. And I think that really showed up when she was dragging the hell out of Tiny. So let me go ahead. Um, both their parents are mixed or no? I I don't know the girls from the Potomac, I thought they said, okay, so Giselle has one mixed parent, Robin is mixed, black dad, white mom. Okay. Thank you. Cause I remember they were all screaming that they were black and I'm like, y'all obviously has something in y'all. Okay. So they are mixed. Okay. So Giselle has one mixed parent and one black parent. Okay, cool. Either way, people are going to, I'm sure they get questions all the time. What do you mix with? What do you mix with? What do you mix with? You mix with? Because of how they look right. Claudia probably doesn't get that as much. So it seems like that's why she always makes that the topic for conversations when I've seen her like on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and things like that. So let me go ahead and play you guys um, this snippet here. Okay, so Emmy says they were taught to say they were taught to not say that they were mixed. Okay, other people are saying that they're not mixed. Okay, I don't know. Y'all can go back and forth with if they're mixed or not. All we know is that both Giselle and Robin are what you would call racially ambiguous. And when I say racially ambiguous, those are people where you don't really know where they fit. You don't really know their race when you just look at them. That is a real term. Okay, that is what they use in Hollywood. When you're going up for roles, they tell you it's not about what your makeup is. We don't care if you have a black parent and a white parent, if you're black and Mexican, if you're black and Asian. It's about phenotype. What do you look like phenotypically? What do people assume you are? That is how they cast in Hollywood. So like me and my Latina friends, when we would go for auditions, they could fit different roles. They could play Mexican women. They could play Dominican. They could play Arabs. They played Arabs before. Okay, me, I look black. So there's no racial ambiguity with me. So I was so my choices are limited. Whereas a lot of my friends who are ambiguous, they could play multiple roles. That's why I always tell people y'all need to stop claiming everything under the sun. Because if you look phenotypically black, they'll never cast you to play like an Arab or a mixed person, or you know, somebody biracial. But on the flip side, they can have an air person play a light-skinned black person. These are all games that you learn in Hollywood, right? I lived there for three years. So that's just being honest. People don't want to have that dialogue because they want to claim everything is black because for some reason it makes them feel better. I say be smart. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay for people to claim all of their heritage. So let me go ahead and um, play this. All black, all Arabs are not black. So stop with the foolishness. Here we go. All blacks are uh, Arabs are black. All Arabs are not black. OK, there's different distinct ethnic groups in the Arab community. So let's not do that. We don't claim everybody here. Sandy, so hi. let me go ahead and play a snippet of the colorism conversation that she was having on Fox Soul. Give me just a second. Right, you know, we don't play that one drop rule. Get your one drop ass out of here, okay? Y'all make sure y'all hit that like button, please. Let me pull this up here. Give me just a second, okay? All right, y'all should be able to see that. Did you all know right away that you were beautiful? Because we didn't start getting black dolls until a little while ago. I was (laughs) ugly as a kid. (laughs) I'm sure you just thought you were I I I had my little ugly moments. I feel like I blossomed after high school. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I blossomed. But I'm not gonna lie. Like, I had that parent, my mom did buy me the black Barbie dolls. She did not buy white white dolls. She brought Mm -hmm. the white dolls. But how many people, how many of y'all have heard at a young age? Oh, you're pretty for a brown girl. You're pretty for a black girl. Oh, I, hear that that I certainly have heard that. Okay. I, I was born on the island of Jamaica. Okay. So so I grew up around uh people that, you know, skin tones that look like me. So I never felt inferior until I moved to the United mm-hmm. States. And not only was my dialect inferior, but also my skin tone. And so there was some of that. But for some reason, I always felt like it was their problem. I still feel like that even now, even throughout high school when my light-skinned friends would be more chosen Mm -hmm. than me. And then now that, you know, I'm older and we're more mature and I end up seeing a lot of these guys at reunions and these, they're like, oh, you know, we actually, you were actually the favorite one, you know, back then, (laughs) you know, and it's sort of like, okay, well, okay, thank you. But at the end of the day, you had an opportunity to build myself self-esteem, or at least be kind to me at that point. Now you want to correct it years later. So you you do break all right, y'all, let me come back on the screen. And Doozy, Devin, you just got the boot. I keep telling y'all, don't come in here with y'all's cash apps. If I see it, boom, you're out. So goodbye, Doozy. <laughs> Oopsie Doozy. <laughs> so anyways, back to the conversation. So it's seven minutes. We're not going to listen to the whole seven minutes. Um, A lot of it is, oh, I wasn't chosen. And you know, people didn't find me attractive and all that stuff. The thing that bothers me when we have the colorism conversations, it always falls back to beauty. It always falls back to looks. It always falls back to men, you know, and what they desire. It never gets deep, okay, about colorism and why people, oh, y'all are laughing because I kicked out doozy. Honey, doozy had to go. Um, It never gets deep about how colorism really affects people outside of, you know, oh, my God, he doesn't like me because I'm dark skinned. But colorism also affects people when it comes to economics, when it comes to certain jobs. I talked about this in the past, like even in Jamaica, only fairer skin um, people can work certain jobs like in the bank. You know, um, service jobs. So that is why you have things like browning, a.k.a. bleaching, where people brown their skin in Jamaica, just like in West Africa, in Nigeria. Skin bleaching is very prominent. Okay, so it gets a lot deeper than just, oh, God, guys didn't find me attractive in high school. But now I'm that girl. I went through the same shit. Okay, like I told y'all before, I was always the homegirl T. I was always the funny one. You know what I mean? I was never the girl where people thought like I was pretty. It was always the lighter skinner or the mixed girls. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's okay. But then those same dudes now they try and come back and oh, black queen melanin and I love and it's like okay, you're not gonna rewrite history. Okay, you weren't checking for me in high school. Keep it pushing. Okay. I go for people who who like me. I don't care if you're light-skinned, if you're white, Asian, whatever. If you like me and you find my brown skin attractive, that's who I'm going to gear for. I'm not about to sit here and run behind and beg nobody to love me, point blank, period, okay? So people got to realize that the colorism situation goes deeper. On the flip side, I also hate how people will also use these colorism conversations to dismiss what light-skinned people go through as well. And I get backlash for that. When I take up for light-skinned people or light-skinned women, I can't tell you how many dark-skinned girls will come in and go off on me like, oh, you need to let them hold their own. Uh, you need to stop taking up for them. No, I've witnessed bullshit on both sides. So how do we heal and get over colorism if we want to act like nobody else goes through it on the other side of the spectrum? One of my really good friends, like I've told y'all before, she's Black and Asian. Beautiful girl. We've been cool for damn near probably like 10 years. Um, We met at a modeling thing, okay? We met at a modeling competition. I was one of the girls picked. She had bought her daughter there, and I got signed. This was back when I was modeling. And I remember we had decided to go to lunch because me and her just kind of clicked. She was funny. And I remember she told me, she was like, you know, can I tell you something? I was like, sure. She was like, you're one of the... Only dark-skinned girls that just, you know, you were just nice to me. Like, I always feel like sometimes dark-skinned girls think I'm stuck up. And I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of shot me that she got that because she was so cool. But I've been in situations where automatically somebody will see somebody who's light-skinned or looks a certain way, and they'll automatically judge them. And that girl could be the coolest girl. You know what I'm saying? But I've always been the type where I want to judge people based on how they treat me, not based on your skin tone or what you're mixed with. Y'all see me when I post pictures of my friends, they're all colors of the rainbow, different races. You know what I'm saying? I can go out and step out with my brown skinned cousins. We can have a good time. And then sometimes I post pictures. I'm the only brown skinned girl in the picture. And that's OK. We had a situation as recently as a year ago and it, it, it pissed me off. You know how like when you go out with your friends and you find out another group of your friends are out, too. So, you're like the main connector. So, I was like, okay, well, let's all link up since y'all are going here and me and my friends are going there. Let's all link up and hang out. And my friend, the one that's black and Asian, she was rolling with too. And she said one of the girls from the other group made a slight comment at her, like, oh, you one of them types. I can tell you think you are that because you're hair. And she was shocked, like, how old are we? Like we're damn near 40 and like you're still on this light skin, dark skin, good hair, bad hair bullshit. And she don't even know that my homegirl is married to a dark skinned black man. Okay. Her kids don't really look ambiguous and she has a brown skinned daughter, but you're judging her based off of her phenotype, but you don't know her backstory. You don't know what her children look like, you know? So it's like, we got to grow up. If we're going to have an open dialogue, we need to have an open dialogue because there's hurt on both sides. Now, I understand, okay, with with being dark-skinned, being a a dark-skinned female, we get it a lot worse. I'm never going to deny that. But there's also colorism that light-skinned people also face as well, especially light-skinned boys and young men, where they're seen as not as masculine as their dark-skinned counterparts, and then they uh, they have to overcompensate. And be super thug, super gangster. Some of the most gangster dudes are high yellow or mixed, right? Be ready. I mean, be ready to just, you know, have a full blown shootout. And, and, but then in movies, they'll portray the dark skinned men as, you know, the thug and the, you know, the violent type and the gangster. And that's not it. People are just people. So we fall into these stereotypes that Hollywood and the industry places upon people. So you have light skinned men who feel like they have to be even tougher. And then you have black skin men, um, dark skin men who are who feel like they have to be overly masculine and overly hard because of the things that's projected onto us. And in that same breath, people look at black women as being, excuse me, dark skin women as being more masculine. And it's like, no. You know, so my thing is this, if I don't want somebody to look at my skin color and automatically attach all these negative affirmations to me because of my color, like, oh, she got to be broke. She probably got four baby daddies. She's, you know, uh, she's a hood rat. She's ghetto. She's probably out here fighting every other day. Those are all negative connotations with my skin tone, right? So in the same breath, why would I look at a light-skinned girl and give her, you know, negative connotations and say, oh, she's probably stuck up. She's probably a hoe. She's probably fucked everybody in the high school. Those are negative connotations that we place on lighter-skinned people. When for all you know, she could be a virgin, you know, but we'll automatically think that that person's loose because all the boys are jocking her because of her skin tone. You know, so that's my issue is that we never go below the surface. We just scratch And we just do a little feel-good shit and we try and put a band-aid and try to make dark-skinned women feel validated for a short time. But we never get to the crooks of the matter. Okay? It's it's a lot of stuff. Um, Let's see. Mimi says, I agree, T. However, colorism, specifically discrimination against darker-skinned people, what light-skinned people experience is not exactly colorism. You're wrong. It is colorism. And I just spoke about discrimination like not even 10 minutes ago. I don't know when you got here, but I talked about dark-skinned people not being able to get certain jobs and how we need to go deeper with the dark skin conversation about how it affects people economically. Clearly stated that. Put a teacup if you guys heard me say that not even 10 minutes ago about how dark-skinned people are, you know, not able to get certain opportunities economically. So I, I just stated that. So there's, there's many different parts to colorism. You know what I'm saying? There's many different parts to colorism. I also stated that dark skinned people do have it a lot worse and they're at the bottom of the colorism hierarchy. I don't know why I have to repeat that. I don't know if that went over your head. What I'm saying is that just because we get it harder does not mean that there's not light skinned people who have gone through stuff as well. Hurt feelings are hurt feelings. And so because you don't experience this end of the spectrum's hurt feelings doesn't negate what's going on with them. Just like a light skinned person may not be able to fully understand the pain I went through as a child, being a dark skinned child and being made fun of, you know, while I'm with my homegirls. And a dude will come to us because all my homegirls are light skinned and give them party flyers, gave all four of my homegirls party flyers and looked at me and said, nah, you can't go. Do you know how embarrassing that was? But that happened. But does that mean that, you know what I'm saying, like what I, I can't understand when my homegirl gets judged 10 years later for how she looks and she's one of the coolest people I've ever met. So, yeah, we, we all go through stuff and it, it was embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, damn, I can't believe he played you like that. I'm like, damn, y'all bitches don't even have my back. Y'all still going to go? They didn't go to the party, but it was just the point. And that was a black man he did, who did that, a dark skinned black man, me and him, the same complexion. Handed all my light-skinned friends flyers and told me, nah, you don't get one. And kept it moving. You know, so yeah. We've all, yeah, we've all been through it. But, anyways, let me go ahead and play y'all the conversation of Claudia Jordan and her hypocrisy. And this is why I don't take her seriously. Um, she's made a lot of just colorism statements she's she's just done a lot of colorist shit so for me right well okay message because they really didn't scratch the surface definitely ron messenger so i want to play out this um clip from an interview five years ago that she did oh where's the interview hold on okay here it is this is an interview on the red carpet where she's basically talking about dark skinned people And she's saying that she's one of the few who can be seen. But again, she's very brown. For some reason, she seems to think that she looks like Giselle um, from Real Housewives of Potomac. But whatever. Let me go ahead and play this. Give me just a second. I don't usually do this. But it's for my friend Tina Davina. It's her birthday party. It's the all-black everything birthday party. I didn't really think it's a good idea with all these black people walking around because... Black on black, it's hard to see. I can't really see who's who in all black. I can only see the beige people like Cecily, Jason, jamlan Kinda Tina, myself, everybody else. I only see teeth and eyes, so whatever. It's all good. It's her idea. It's her birthday. We are here for Tina Zavina. It's her birthday. She's the all black everything birthday party. I didn't really think it's a good idea with all these black people walking around because black on black, it's hard to see. I can't really see who's who in all black. I can only see the beige people like Cecily... Jason, Jamlin, Kinda Tina, myself, everybody else—I only see teeth and eyes. So we all black everything birthday party. I didn't really think it's a good idea. Okay, so y'all heard what she said. Let me come back on the screen. She says, "I only see teeth and eyes about all the dark skin people who came to the all black everything party, which and people drug her for that years ago. Which is what I find funny that she keeps being made the host." of this colorism conversation when she said a lot of just problematic shit towards black people and dark skin people. Okay. Now I see a few people saying, Oh, it's not the same. Oh, what kind of trauma can a light skin person have because men think you're attractive. Okay. So that just shows your low self-esteem because I'm sorry. Every light skin person is not attractive. So for you to think that every light-skinned person is attractive and that's their struggle, what about the light-skinned girls who are not attractive and people like Claudia Jordan call them a waste of light skin? So again, y'all is not ready to have a mature conversation. A lot of y'all just want to wallow in your own whatever issues you have with your skin color. And that's the truth. So yeah, so you can you can praise every light-skinned girl and think that every light-skinned girl is pretty and that's that's the issue that they've had growing up, but I don't. Okay? Because not every light-skinned girl is pretty, just like not every dark skin girl is pretty, just like not every mixed person is pretty. There is good and bad, cute and ugly in every race. And at the end of the day, beauty is in the eye of the beholder when it's all said and done. So I thought that was a silly comment. So let me go ahead and play the video where she's going in on Tiny, dragging Tiny. And this was back in 2013. It's just, I don't, it just it made me feel really bad. And it wasn't just Claudia. Okay, let me oh, let me let me also clear that up. Claudia doesn't say that Tiny is a waste of light skin. The black man on the show said that, but she co-signed it. But also listen to all the other stuff she's saying about Tiny. And this is a female just tearing down another female. And I've taken up for Tiny many times. People have always drug her, but from everything I've heard and seen. Tiny is very cool, very down to earth. You know what I'm saying? She may not be what you think is, is beautiful, but that's your business. Obviously she got T.I. He saw something in her and people have always drugged this woman about her looks. But to me, that says more about them than it does Tiny because Tiny's paid. She's well-loved. A lot of people really like her. You know what I'm saying? She has several businesses. She can sing. Her kids, you know what I'm saying? They're doing well. So it says a lot more about the folks who are attacking her. So let me go ahead and um, play that here. Uh, Oh, Daniela sent uh, 549. She says, this Claudia Jordan hasn't seen a mirror in forever. This is the most ignorant comment I have ever heard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People like really forget. Folks be praising people and they really shouldn't be. So let me go ahead and play this so y'all can watch this here that he was willing to pay $3 million just to be in his own house with Tiny? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I heard... I'm saying... Well, I heard she did escape. <laughs> she escaped she, the, she she the pretty line. She has to exit in the weed, right? She escaped the pretty line. That's she escaped. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm wow. just saying. And I, reportedly, I, wow. I can't... You know what, Claudia? I'm not going <laughs> to let you sure. talk about Tiny like Jamie, that. are you trying to tell me that you would have sex with I Tiny? I a minute. <laughs> oh, <from the laughs> way, again, I've had worse. Yeah. From the front? Nah. Put a bag on her head. Cause then you gotta wear- you I, from I don't the think front. you understand that. You, if, if you saw my resume You might be like What the fuck <laughs> Isn't, isn't you it know, all the same When the lights go out though? I don't turn no, nothing she down She got that pig snout Nigga You oh, gonna does. see that motherfucker yes. oh, Johnny oh. Mac I'm not gonna see I wouldn't that know Whether to lube I, up Or put a nickel in her bag <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going on Tiny's hands Or sell her feet Pickle her feet Give some oh.
1: <laughs> You know what You
0: raggedy motherfucker I'm not gonna let you Sit here And talk about Friends Like that She said lube up or put a nickel in oh, her pack. Her back. middle name is Suey. Always oh, say for a rainy day. I'm the same. I, you know what? I'm not gonna say <laughs> put a nickel in her back, nigga. Uncle. Oh, okay. God damn. God. <laughs> go so when it. you said at night, she's really the pig in the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just ask some questions. I'm, just, God just, God I'm glad that me and you can not We disgusting. keep it real. God. God. Yo, None Mr. of y'all would fuck I her. Right that's a waste yeah. of light skin right there. I know. Uh, wait that's a waste. Exactly. You, you. talk about a snot box. God damn. She's not (laughs) going to sit here and let you defile (laughs) (laughs) All right, I can't listen to any more. I'm sorry. That shit was pissing me off. I can't listen to any more. But y'all heard what I was saying. The whole waste of light skin, talking about her features because she doesn't have a Eurocentric nose. You know, so again, she's not the right messenger to have a colorism conversation. So I wish Fox Soul would stop the bullshit. Okay because her past is very problematic. Now I will say this. Um, Let's see, Ogo Undes sent uh, $50. Thank you so much for the super chat. And I'm sorry if I missed a lot of super chats earlier, they've disappeared and I can't pull them back up. So I apologize. Um, Kalini sent five. She says she's like, she's like those not nice guys that are constantly saying there's nice guys, laugh my ass off. This is beyond me, child. Thank you for the super chat. Jackie Aki says, Claudia sounds like a self-hating lesbian. <laughs> yeah, the stuff she was saying was foul. Um, Madua says, that was just a cringy conversation. Very gross, I agree. Um, Welcome to Kingston says, I'm from Jamaica. Sizzla and Marcus uh, Sizzla, oh, Sizzle and Marcus Garvey are my blood cousins. Our family don't play that bleaching crap. Wish I would bleach the badge of honor Keep preaching, sis. Mofo's got that Willie Lynch syndrome. Thank you so much and thank you for the super chat, sis. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's, it. you know, it's just really sad. Like I said, I haven't forgotten that. So when I'm watching her talk about colorism and say that she's dark skin in her heart and I'm remembering all the shit that she said over the years about dark skin people, I'm definitely gonna feel a ways. Let me also say this, okay? Like I tell people um what's funny is that just yesterday tiny was on fox soul so obviously like i said that that audio was from 2013 so obviously i'm assuming her and tiny have made up but then it could be that fake industry shit where okay they see fox soul is coming up and that's another platform for them to jump on but I just find it very interesting all the bullshit she said about Tiny not too long ago. Really gutter. It's one thing to have an opinion, but what she said was just very gutter. All of those guys were extremely gutter in how they drug Tiny. It was not that serious. Um, Y'all don't even drag killers and child molesters and dope boys like that, and they're actually ruining the community. So let me go ahead and play y'all this snippet of her um, introducing Tiny onto her show. This is that fake-ass Hollywood stuff that I can't stand. Joining us now is a member of the multi platinum group, Escape, and she's also the executive producer of our brand new hit show, The Mix. Please welcome Grammy award-winning singer and songwriter, Tamika tiny Harris. Hello, Queen. Okay, care Hello, for that girl. intro. Thank you. Hey, ladies. Huh? Hey. Thank My you. queens, how y'all doing? Awesome, awesome girl. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> so yeah, you see, this was just yesterday. That's why I find it so funny. That tiny was on there yesterday. Then they had the colorism conversation that went viral today. But it just shows you why I just feel like the industry is so fake. That's why I'd rather do my own thing and chill here on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that fake shit. Because I'm sorry you're not gonna drag me in the manner that you drug me and I can still kiki key key in your face. They Ain't no money worth that. You know what I'm saying? But again, that's for Tiny to forgive. That she didn't drag me, she drugged Tiny. So if Tiny wants to still kick it with her and let bygones be bygones, that's cool. That's industry shit. Me, not so much. Just like I said, if Will Smith wants to forgive Aunt Viv, that is his business. That's, you know, that was their bond, not mine. I have no forgiveness for her. She's trash. You know what I'm saying? So to each its own. Um. Let's see here. Let me go ahead and read this comment. Tony Baloney, I love it. <laughs> Says, wow, she had the nerve to be offended by Nini calling her a half breed. Mm, speak on it. Period. What I heard coming out of her mouth was disgusting. Thank you. But again, she's the type where she can dish it, but then she can't take it. So, yeah, people forget about that. That was a whole blow up that happened on the Real Housewives of Atlanta because she kept playing the, the batter, you know, the, the what was me mixed girl. And Nene got tired of it. Nene was wrong for calling her a half-breed. That wasn't cool. But again, Claudia has said a lot worse about people. Uh, Melissa L says, love you, T. You are speaking truth today. I've had different experiences with colorism. I appreciate you for speaking for both sides. Happy birthday, T to your son. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. And thank you for the super chat. Yes, it's definitely a, a deep, multifaceted, you know, conversation. It can't be had in an hour show. And it can't be had if we're not going to have real dialogue about it, you know. Um, Young Kobe says they keep copying from you, T. Innovation will prevail. Sippers know. I've been trying to send you a gift. Please accept me at K. Summertime, love you, T. Thank you so much, Young Kobe. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Deja Wise says, "Love your content, T. I can't wait till you hit a million. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you. Um, Patricia Austin says, "I missed some of the live, and I'm gonna watch it later. I appreciate you always bringing the real deal. Love you. Love you too. And thank you to everybody who's sending the super chat. Um." Curtisia Griggs says Claudia is showing her own issues with color. Could it be because she's biracial and she's been canceled? Thank you so much. We talked about that earlier, but that's where I feel like it's coming from. Um, she's just one of those mixed girls who doesn't look mixed. She looks like she's just a regular light-skinned black woman, just like Elisa Ray or Vivica Fox. There's no real, there's nothing that differentiates her where you'd be like, oh, I wonder what she's mixed with. Whereas, like, let's say if you had, like, I keep using, for example, just because I was watching The Real Housewives of Potomac last night catching up. Whereas if you had Giselle and Robin on there, they'd stand out. You'd be like, oh, they definitely got something in them. Or, you know, are they mixed? Claudia doesn't give people that vibe. And I think it bothers her. I think it bothers her. So to uplift what bothers her, she feels like she's better. You know, she wants to put on herself on a pedestal like she's better than full black women or, you know, mixed girls who don't have that particular feature. Now, if you remember, I don't know who, y'all can put a teacup if y'all remember. This was back in the day, honey. Because I remember my baby was like, my oldest was running around in pampers. Who remembers the, uh, the real world? The real world, Las Vegas. Remember when they had the Las Vegas, they were at the Palms Casino? Put a teacup if you remember. There were two mixed girls on there. Okay. Because what people don't realize in the, in the biracial community, there's a hierarchy. People think that just because you're light skinned or just because you're mixed, there's hierarchies, right? So in the real world, Las Vegas, because I thought this was probably damn near nine, eighteen years ago, because my youngest, my oldest, was in Pampers. And that was my show. There was Earline and the other girl was Alyssa. Okay, they were both mixed, but Earline she looked more white. They were the same complexion. They basically had the same hair texture, but phenotypically, Earline looked more like a like a white woman. She had like a, the white, you know, nose. You know, phenotypically white nose. Alyssa look more like a lighter skinned black woman. She had like, you know, a black phenotypical nose. And so the conversation we're having on there, they were saying that usually if a mixed person has a black mother and a white father, their features tend to look more Eurocentric. Whereas if a mixed person has a black father and a white mother, sometimes they come out with more blacker features. Who remembers that conversation? Yeah, it was was 20 years ago. It It was about that old. And from what I noticed, I'm not going to say that's you know that's the one hundred percent fact, but I've noticed that if it if it's a black woman who has a mixed child with a white man, those features tend to be more eurocentric. Maybe because, as a male, they have a stronger you know DNA. I don't know. Um but that was a conversation that we're having. And I remember it sparked a lot of convos in different chat rooms because we didn't have all this shit that y'all got now, Instagram and Twitter we go to different chat rooms. So we'd be like in the real world chat room on MTV. Who remembers chat rooms? Am I that damn old chat rooms? Put a teacup if you remember what chat rooms are. This was before all this social media bullshit. We go to the chat rooms and we talk about it. Okay, yeah, I remember chat rooms. Okay, cool, You know, I'm, I'm the auntie of YouTube, honey. So in the chat rooms, a lot of mixed girls were confessing and they were saying that that, that was true. And that even in there, there was a hierarchy and they would say that certain mixed girls, if they didn't have more silkier, let's say, 2C two, two C or 2A textured hair, um, they would feel they would kind of get clumped in the clique. So let's say there's four mixed girls. Right. And let's say these two girls got really, really silky, loose hair and they're light skin and they look mixed. They look more phenotypically mixed. But then you had these two mixed girls. They got more kinky, curly, you know, 4C. No, it's not 4C. Um. Uh, 3A to 3C hair, the other girls with the looser hair would clown them or they would feel bad. So then what they would do, they would cook up, they would click up with the black girls and then they'd be feeling better. Like, oh, well, I'm going to hang with these full black girls whose hair is more 4A, 4B because now I'm the queen bee. You get what I'm saying? This is all stuff I was reading in the damn chat rooms, honey. Y'all can get mad. But these are conversations that were being had. So I was learning like, oh, wow. So I didn't even know there was a hierarchy in in the biracial, you know what I'm saying, cliques. But they was keeping it real, you know what I'm saying? And so people need to understand that this goes deep. This goes deep. This is why Claudia Jordan feels a way and can say that tiny is a waste of light skin, okay? Because even in in the biracial hierarchy, there's that. Remember, I had posted um, a a viral video, maybe like two, three months ago on Instagram, the white woman. Remember, I kept telling y'all, y'all are letting TikTok, you know, have y'all confused on what it is to be biracial. Biracial people can look any type of way. They can come out more dark skin. They can come out with more kinky hair. I think biracial people who don't look biracial have it worst. Because I have a few friends you would not know they were biracial. And so what happens sometimes is that they're always announcing that they're fucking biracial. You know, my mom's Indian. My mom is full Indian. You know, my mom's Mexican. We didn't know. We didn't care. Why are you bringing that up and you damn near 40? Girl, bye. You know, so that that's one thing that happens. And so... It can be hard if you're if you're mixed and you don't look that way because platforms like TikTok they push that all biracial people have a certain phenotype that they all have lighter eyes, looser hair, really light skin. Remember, I joined TikTok and I was confused as hell. I'm like, well, where's just the regular people? Like, everybody on TikTok got green eyes and you know caramel kiss skin. Like, what the hell? So, anyways, I say that to say this. There was a white girl that went viral on TikTok because she made a video collage with her baby. And she basically said, This is what I thought I was gonna have, and this is what I had. So all the babies that she posted were light skin with hazel eyes, really curly, loose hair. And then she posted her daughter, and, and the poor baby, bless this baby's heart. The baby's like one years old. She's confused. She's not knowing what her damn white mama's doing to her. The mama done got her posted up there. She got this little, you know, baby afro. She's looking confused, like, what's going on? And the mom's like, you know, it's basically what she thought she would get versus what she got. But the little girl was cute. Very adorable little girl, but because she didn't look phenotypically like these babies that you keep seeing on these biracial baby, you know, Instagram pages and, you know, TikTok, she did that. So she went viral and people drug her. Like, that is so wrong. Your daughter has to see that one day. You're basically saying that your daughter is not good enough. You know, and it was sad because, like I said, it was a cute little girl. But phenotypically, you probably look at her daughter and assume that she was just a light-skinned black baby. And that's what upset the white mother, that her daughter did not look like her. You know, so, again, if you want children to look like you, then maybe you should have had a baby with a white man. Period. You know, that there's no way to get around that. Because when you have biracial children, it's a roll of the dice. I have biracial nieces and nephews. They all have different hair textures, different phenotypes, different looks. It's a roll of the dice. Period point blank. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's a very interesting conversation that can go deep, honey. Go deep. Um, let me see here. Tier J Monique since 1999, She says colorism has killed our community. When people say that is the sister slash daughter, they are correct. Love the hair on you. I would love to see an all blonde. Thanks for remaining true to yourself. Love you too, sis, and thank you so much for coming through. And I agree. It's 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 really it's really messed up a lot of things in our community, especially online. It's just really sad like the divisiveness, the light skin versus dark skin like, you know, that was the thing when we were kids in the 90s. And to see that we still haven't grown out of that and it's still like that now is just really sad um nikki proctor weldon sent 10 she says claudia is the mixed chick without the benefits talk about it tiny has everything that claudia aspires to have and she feels that she's more attractive than tiny claudia has looks and education but no man or children mm-hmm. they're not ready for that convo sis thank you so much for the super chat um rona full send 20 she says thank you for speaking on both I feel like there can't be a level of discussion. I'm light-skinned, and I fully sympathize with dark-skinned women. But when things have happened to me regarding color, it's treated as if I deserved it and told to stop crying. I agree. I agree. And matter of fact, me and um another YouTuber, uh, Bondi, I talked to her yesterday, and we were just, you know, having cool little conversation and we had, and we had, we were talking about like, you know, the colorism aspect and, you know, her being a lighter skinned woman and and things that she's went through, you know, being lighter skin and how people would just assume stuff about her, you know? So yeah, like it it just, it affects people all different types of ways. That's why I had to check that comment real quick. Like, no, we're not going to act like the only thing that light skinned people face is, oh, you're attractive. Boo hoo. Cause every light skinned person ain't attractive. So, you know, don't, don't be. You know, don't be dismissive, because like I said, hurt is hurt. So maybe for you, being called a banana is not a big deal. But for somebody else, if you're hearing that shit 50 times a day, all day, every day, every time you step in the hallway, that can take a toll on you. It's no different than somebody calling you blackie 24-7. You know what I'm saying? What hurts you may not hurt another, but I can't invalidate that person's feelings. And I'm not going to do that on my platform. Um, Jason sent $10 says YouTube didn't notify me. I just happened to see you were live. Missed you. Did you hear that Michael Chauvin was released on a million dollar bail and stormy Daniels and Melania Trump T. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, if you join my discord, you'll be notified instantly. Discord sends out a notification as soon as I go live. So that might be a way to combat that. That's why as soon as I, you know, start the stream, even before I get on camera, everybody's flooding in from discord. So discord is on top of it. on top of it with the notifications, as is um, Patreon with the video notifications as well. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Brian M says, everybody hit the like button. Love your channel, T. Thank you, Brian. Yes, if you guys are enjoying this conversation, I'm keeping it real right now. Please hit the like button. You know, at the end of the day, we need to get over this divisive topic because that's what it is. So thank you, Brian. Um, unapologetically me says, Hey T, me and my son have been watching you since he was two. He is nine now and we love you. I love you too. Thank you and your son for supporting my channel. I really appreciate it. So this has been a really good topic. I can't, it's almost 4.30 and I had to get ready to go. I didn't know it was going to run over, but you know, solutions. Okay. Let's talk about just a few solutions, solutions not assuming things about people would be one of the biggest solutions with this colorism thing do you know how many friendships that you can miss out on because you don't want to get close to somebody because they're lighter than you and you think that you know they may take all the men and they're probably not even on that they could have a whole husband Do you know how many relationships you could be missing out on because you see a dark skin girl and you're automatically assuming that she got to be a hood rat and she she'll probably fight me and beat me up because I'm light skin when she may not even be able to fight. Like, you know what I mean? We need to stop just with the assumptions. It's no different than when white people assume stuff about us because we're black. You see my black skin, you automatically think I'm in the store stealing. You see my black skin, you automatically feel like I'm guilty. And I have no criminal record. You know what I'm saying? So again, a lot of this boils down to assumptions. Let's get to know people for who they are before we judge them. And then if they end up being a stuck up ass bitch, don't say because it's because they're light skin. It's just because they're just a stuck up ass bitch. If this girl ends up being a hood rat and all she does is fight and get drunk and act the fool, that's not because she's dark skin. That's just her character. So don't paint all dark skin women with that brush. Same goes for the men. You know, so I, you know, I just think that that's just where it boils down to. That's just one solution that I can suggest. Because imagine if I was an insecure ass woman and I sat there at that modeling thing and never spoke to my homegirl because of her skin color and her hair texture. And this has been somebody that I consider a damn good friend for the past 10 years. Imagine if I would have had that same mentality, I'd have missed out on a friend. I'd have missed out on her family and and, and their dynamic and all that stuff. So that's where I think where it boils down to is not assuming something, you know. So let me see before I go, because I only got a few minutes. They're already peeking in like, you still under running your mouth? Um, Let me talk about the PPP scam thing um, before I go. Let's see here. Uh, Purple Rain. Oh, I love that Prince. Purple rain, purple rain. You don't want me to sing, girl. (laughs) Purple rain says $10. She says, in case you missed it, um, missed it. The Discord is where it's at. Such good content T. Love your content. It covers things people are afraid of. Ten toes down every time. Thank you so much, sis. And I'm so glad y'all are loving the Discord. I'm telling you, I enjoy it you know what I'm saying, especially when I can't sleep and I'm just in there just reading and learning, you know? And I'm glad I started the question of the day because that sparks so much good dialogue. So I will be doing another question of the day. I don't want to do one every day because I don't want to be at y'all every day because I know people be at sleeping. And then it's like the conversations just rush in. I just want to do it sporadically. But that last question of the day about, you know, the subliminal music masking and the, and the spell casting and music, so much good dialogue from there. And it just let me know that I'm not crazy. So I was happy for that dialogue. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Cabbage Patch since 4 dollars Thank you, Cabbage Patch. I appreciate it. Sleeping um, sleeping Sleepin on 0099 says, I don't think there's ever going to be unity amongst us, colorism or, gen- or in general. Hell, I can't even get down with the Fremini basically up with the other females well I mean you gotta pick and choose your battles you know you're not you're never gonna one thing I always tell people you can never change the world right I can't change racism but I can be responsible for my actions right even white folks who we call you know allies they may not be able to change the mentality of every white person out there but their actions alone may spark the change that some young child sees, you know? So the only thing that we always control at the end of the day is ourselves, like I always say. So yeah, there will once this stream ends, will there still be colorism? Of course. Will people still look at me as some ghetto dark skinned girl? Of course. I can't change their mentality or how they want to view me. I, I don't care. But I can also be that spark with this live stream that says, don't judge, get to know me. Get to know my backstory, get to know where I'm from, get to know this girl and and that girl and that guy and this guy, irregardless of their skin tone. Because at the end of the day, can can anybody control the color that they are? I can't control my skin tone any more than than a light skin or a mixed person can control their skin tone. You know, so it's so superficial. And that's what I'm trying to get to. It's, It's superficial at the end of the day, just like with racism. Racism was literally built on this person is black. They're phenotypically black. So they're inferior. That's all it's built on. And it's such BS. It's such BS. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Shambria says, T, I got wind late of the live, but these conversations, I noticed nobody ever seems to mention or care about how brown skin women feel or experience. I agree. You're going to have to watch the stream because we we definitely talked about it here. But thank you so much for joining and thank you for the super chat. Um, Let's see here. Time, one time only says, I'm tired of hearing about this. Discord, I'm joining right now. Love you, T. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to make y'all join by hook or crook. Thank you so much. Um, If one of the mods could post the links, you can just join the membership or the Patreon and the new links will be posted once I get out for the stream. So thank you. And shout out to all the members. Thank you uh, one time only for joining the membership. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's been a great convo. So let me talk real quick about Pretty Ricky and then I have to go. Um, honey. T-Gro Dom has been telling y'all for months. Y'all stop scamming. Y'all stop. You know, doing all this shit that folks was doing between the PPP scams, um, the unemployment scams, just all types of damn scams going on during, you know, C-19. I was telling y'all quit. And y'all remember I was getting cussed out because that was when my page was public. It's still private right now. When my Instagram page was public. Oh, I got drugged. You're a hater. Let folks live their best life. The government be stealing from us anyway, so it don't matter. The government does it, so why can't we? Okay, well, keep on comparing your soul self to the government. Okay. Well, now, one of y'all's, you know, he wasn't my childhood favorite because I'm a little bit older, but a lot of y'all remember Pretty Ricky. Baby girl, won't you grind with me? I don't know how the hell that damn song goes. I can't think of any more damn songs. And I remember Spectacular uh, doing like a little strip tease and them little red draws on YouTube. That was like 10 years ago, right? Then they came back and they're on Loving Hip Hop. You know, something grind with me, hoodie. So this is what's going down with Pretty Ricky. This dude should be embarrassed. That's why I keep telling y'all, quit look, quit being envious of what people have because you don't know how they got it. So Pretty Ricky done got popped. His name is Diamond. I guess this is his real name. Diamond Baby Blue Smith A Pretty Ricky arrested for his involvement in a $24 million COVID loan scam. 24 million, let that sink in. How he thought he was gonna get away with this foolishness? I don't know. I had no idea. But this is what the article says. It says, Florida rapper, oh, let me, hold on now. I forgot he's from Florida. Wretched ass, wretched ass, Florida rapper. Okay, let me get that out. <laughs> Baby Blue, a member of the group Pretty Ricky and cast on Love and Hip Hop was apprehended on Monday for pilfering coronavirus relief money in order to buy luxury goods, such as a $96,000 Ferrari. Mm. Must be nice. A press release from the Department of Justice reveals that Baby Blue, born Diamond Bluesmith, oh, okay, it's his real name. Okay, Diamond, I guess she was living up to that name, huh? Mm. And his co-conspirators... Uh, Tony C. Johnson were both arrested for taking part in a $24 million COVID-19 relief fraud scam. Smith and Johnson are now facing charges of wire fraud, bank fraud, conspiracy to commit wire and bank fraud. Authorities seized the Ferrari at the time of Smith's arrest. The government claims that Smith acquired the money for the Ferrari by by falsifying documents for Paycheck Protection Program uh, loan and ultimately received, oh my God, just under $427,000. He also allegedly did the same thing for another loan that was worth almost 1 million. After being investigated by the FBI, it was discovered that Smith participated in a bigger scam where he persuaded others to file for funds in order to receive kickbacks. Remember that shit I was telling y'all to not do? Okay, but TT was crazy and a hater. Besides Smith and Johnson, another 11 defendants are involved in the case. The government gave out PPP loans to qualifying small businesses during the onset of the pandemic, which was a part of a $2 trillion CARES Act. Congress later discovered that over $1 billion of the funds had been fraudulently obtained. Smith found himself in hot water in August when a woman who was reportedly pregnant with his child accused the rapper of physically assaulting and alienating, I'm sorry, and alleging that he punched her in the stomach while pregnant. Okay, well, that's a whole nother can of messed up worms. I don't know what the hell that was about. But yeah, I told y'all. I don't understand why people thought they could get away with this. Okay, it's government money. They're going to, you know, let you laugh now and cry later. They're going to get back their money. And when you're playing with the government, those are federal felony charges. And the feds, they have a 98% conviction rate. Okay, meaning that he will be doing some time behind this. So shout out to everybody who did not participate in this scam. Okay. Put a teacup if you did not participate and you kept on working and trying to hustle the legit way to make bank. Because it was tempting and I and I understood that. But like I was telling people, this ten dollar this ten thousand dollars that everybody's on on Facebook talking about, this isn't manna falling from from heaven. Okay. From the Bible. manna was like a fruit or something. It's not free fruit falling from heaven. They have to put in this information. You don't know what information they're putting in. They're tying your real name and, and your real social security card to that shit. You don't know what fraud stuff that they're doing. And you know it's fraudulent because, damn it, if it wasn't, you could fill out the damn paperwork yourself and put in your real information. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting twenty uh, summer 2021. All the folks who flossed our summer through the hood and y'all's Lambos and Ferraris and clowned us for not having, you know what I'm saying, luxury items and shit, them same folks going to be in jail next summer. So I don't feel bad for Pretty Ricky. How the hell do you steal $24 million, not $24,000, $24 million, and think you are gonna get away with it? So... Now I will say this. Look, there's a lot of teacups. I thank goodness. I'm glad that most of my tea sippers took heed and did not participate. That's why I was warning folks. I, said, I ain't going I ain't trying to say too much. I'm gonna say this. Leave this shit alone. So I thank goodness that y'all took heed and y'all left it alone. Um, Moto Queen sent $20 Says, tea. I swear you remind me of one of my funny hood friends who be having us cracking up. Thank you so much. That's why I was always a funny homegirl growing up because I'm just I'm funny off the top of my head, just naturally funny. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Marvin D. sent $10. He said, hey, TT. Oh, shit. Hey, Marvin. How you doing? He called me TT. So I'm going to take that as flirting. <laughs> thank you for the super chat, Marvin. Um, Brian M. sent another five. He says, I think he was just trying to keep up with his brother Spectacular because of the su- because he's the successful one in the group and the brothers were jealous of him on Love & Hip Hop Miami. And that could very well be the case. But the difference is Spectacular got his money the honest way. He got it from hustling and grinding and starting businesses. And that's the problem when people don't want to work and start from the bottom and just grind. When you're trying to get stuff too quick and you have to do sneaky stuff to try and, you know, come up, it always backfires. You know, and especially with this, you know, it's one thing if he just decided to start fucking selling weed or some shit on the block. At least I could understand that. Why would you do a $24 million COVID scam and think the government is not going to find out and come for their money? And a lot of these folks should have woke up when Carly Red's fiance got popped. Who remembers when Carly Red's fiance got popped and this was all over the news and it came out that he was doing COVID scams. And at that point, everybody should have stopped right there, cold turkey. But it made folks join even more. Because, again, everybody's so busy trying to live for the Internet, trying to stunt for the gram, trying to show I have it and you don't. Well, these are some of the consequences, you know. So the whole situation is crazy. But shout out to the tea sippers. When we seen all this shit going down, we was like, oh, no, we good. We straight. We like our freedom, bitch. So shout out to (laughs) y'all. Oh, let me see here. Young Kobe sent another five. He said, oh, did you send something else? You wrote and. You must have sent two comments. Your other comment must have fell off. Let me see if I can hold on. Some of these are like falling off so quickly. Come on, YouTube. It says into people who took kickbacks will fold and get lesser time. It's not worth it. Oh yeah, they gonna snatch it. They gonna start telling on each other. That What they're trying to do, they're trying to find the masterminds. See, the people who got 10,000, y'all will probably get probation and shit. They're trying to find the people who were, you know, um, recruiting. And who were, you know, getting all the, the stolen information to submit all this stuff, you know. So that's what they're really looking for. They're looking for the big fish. But a lot of y'all going to get caught up in the net, too, being foolish. Um, DB Will Jr. says, hey, TT, and you know I ain't flirting. <laughs> Love my ass. <laughs> Thank you, Donald, for the $20. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's one of my, my tea sippers. Um, where are you from? The Bronx? We was hanging out in the Bronx one day a long time ago. I was doing like a meet and greet and Donna was like showing me around the Bronx and spilling all types of old school Bronx tea. (laughs) Man, I hate COVID because I was supposed to come back to New York this summer and do another, like every year for like the past three years, I would do like a big meet and greet in New York with my New York tea sippers. And we would just go to dinner and have fun. So yeah, thank you for the memories. I just want to be able to travel again. Uh, let's see here. $3 win from Wagreen says, Hey, T, thanks for the blue letter mod. I agree with everything you're saying. Being thin, brown skin, growing up with a thick, dark skinned sister, we both experience colorism and body judgment. Exactly. You know, like I was saying, it goes deep, you know, because even in certain families you have where, you know, one of the sisters may be darker than the others or there might be the light skinned sister and she gets it because all the other sisters feel some type of way. And sometimes it's the parents who perpetuate it where it's like, you know, the light-skinned child is favored because let's say both the parents are brown-skinned. So it's like, oh my God, we made a light-skinned kid. So they favor the light-skinned one, but all the other brown-skinned kids, it's like, y'all sit your ass down somewhere. So that causes conflict, you know, and vice versa. Maybe it's a family full of, you know, light-skinned people and there's the one, you know, chocolate kid. And it's like, you know, everybody picks on them because they don't really fit in with the family. So yeah, you know, a lot of it goes back to the home and how you're raising our kids, you know, your children, because whatever the children learn in the household is what they perpetuate out in the public. So a lot of it starts in the home. So thank you for bringing that point up. I appreciate it. All right, y'all, it's 4.41. I got to get ready to go. Um, Sawa Princess says, my neighbor wanted to fight me over a parking space because she felt I parked an inch over the line. I'm light-skinned. I don't get it. We're both black. That's messed up. That just sounds hood. Well, I'm glad that, well, y'all didn't fight. I was going to say who won. Y'all didn't fight. Well, I'm glad you walked away, sis, okay? I don't want my tea sippers getting into unnecessary fisticuffs. (laughs) But yeah, that is messed up. That is messed up. You know, did she really, was it really about a parking space or was she mad because, you know, she thinks that you're all that, you know, sometimes it's people's insecurities, you know, unfortunately it's sad. And I and I've seen it firsthand because like I said, I was I was pissed and my homegirl knew to tell me after the event and not during because I would have definitely said something to the girl who did that to my homegirl. Because what you're not going to do is come for none of my people's and especially I know colorism bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, Erica Ross says, hey, T, been sipping since 2014. Love you. What are the difference between the membership levels on Discord? Um, There's no difference um some people prefer to join on patreon and then some people prefer to join on youtube because on youtube you get like a little membership badge so there's no difference it's both five dollars but it just depends on what platform like some people are already on patreon supporting other you know youtubers and other influencers and then some people just like to join memberships on youtube so they can get that badge or have access to stickers and things like that so that's really the main difference it's just whatever platform you prefer so thank you for the super chat um christine sent five dollars she's from the uk she says love you t bless your family happy birthday to your son bless all of you first time super chat comment xxx thank you so much christine and thank you for coming through i really appreciate it this has been a wonderful chat you know i just hope you know with everything being said i just hope that everybody's able to take something away from this conversation regardless of your skin tone Regardless if you're mixed, if you're full black, if you're, you know, because there's also colorism in other communities, very prominent in the Latin community, Asian community, Indian community as well. So regardless of what background you come from, if I can leave you with anything, love yourself and don't make assumptions of other people. Get to know people for who they are. For, I know it sounds cliche, I'm not trying to be Mrs. Rogers, okay? But get to know people for what's in here, okay? It's called a heart, get to know them for their heart and get to know them for how they treat people. You know what I'm saying? That's the main, that, that will absolve so many, not absolve, but like resolve so many issues when it comes to colorism. You know, a lot of it is just assumptions that we have with people in our head and based off of what we've been fed through the media, you know, and and that tends to create bitterness because in the media, lighter skin, biracial women, racially ambiguous women are uplifted. They're always seen as the love interest. They get all the magazine covers. They get all the good roles. Whereas, you know, the brown and darker skin women were always seen as ratchet and ghetto and fighting and things like that. So that does create animosity. You know, that does create hurt and bitterness. You know what I'm saying? So again, get to know each other for who that person is, as opposed to assuming who you think they may be. So on that note, I'm out. And thank you, Black, for the $10 super sticker. I appreciate it. Everyone, have a good day. Stay safe. I think some more stuff might pop because of this whole Derek Chauvin situation, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it doesn't. So on that note, I'll see you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.